Welcome to another edition of the Glittery Bones of Advertising. I'm Craig McLeod and I'm joined by three other people today. Nice to see you all. Good to be here. Nice to see you. Oh, Love and we've got a doggo joining us as well. We do. What the hell? You want to say hi, Fred? Oh, that's all stinky. Hello, mate. <laughs> oh, boy. He looks very unkept, but he has been recently groomed. Say hi, Fred. Very nice. He's just oh, chatting about it. Yeah. He's just watching. Yeah. Watching his ball outside. Well, squirrel. What? 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 Um, <laughs> okay, Gabs. Well, I'm going to pass to you just to uh, to intro us in to take a look at a couple of um, pieces of ad. Amazing. Thank you, Craig. So um, this week I thought I would shake it up a little bit in the interest of the hardest questions in advertising. I'm doing segment one similarly as well. And I wanted to show you both two ads, um, show you all two ads that ran during the Super Bowl this year by a streaming company named Tubi. Um, so without further ado, here are the two pieces from Tubi. Welcome back to Super Bowl 57. So far, Greg, the game going like you expected? Yeah, and so far, these teams, they've really... Okay, well, I'm going to kick off straight away. The first one, to me, I actually had to watch it a second time to go, what happened? Yeah. What happened to the ad? And it frustrated the hell out of me. <laughs> it really did annoy me that all of a sudden, I mean, like, this, what? Foxtel? No. Tubi? Like, what, what? Yeah, it lost me. Whereas the rabbit hole one, oh. Gosh, have we got some people that I know who head down rabbit holes, <laughs> not looking at anyone in particular. That's you. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess my question, though, is um, like I found them both really interesting and for different reasons. I think they're both really attention-grabbing, but they've, I guess, grabbed your attention in a very different way. And Craig, I can kind of sense already from your response that um, ad number two with the rabbit hole is definitely your preferred approach. Yep, Cara, what did you think? I, um, the first one, so the like interrupting one gave me vibes of, the, Mosh did it. 
when mm. they were like, no, blokes, there's nothing wrong with your TV when it like freezes, um, which I think is a really interesting concept. And even reading the comments on it as well, like there were people being like, I thought I sat on the control. I was yelling at my, I was yelling at my wife because I couldn't find the control and I thought I was missing it. So I think, I think it worked really, really well. And the same, I kind of watched it twice being like, oh, the, uh, oh okay. And then the second one with the rabbit hole, that, that rabbit was like so ominous. I was like, <laughs> where's my like friendly rabbit? Who is this evil guy that I thought was like a guy, girl, non-binary gender fluid um rabbit who was like almost collecting people to go and sacrifice them like it was very it was very dark but um again like exceptionally well done and, and really kind of attention grabbing but in a different way um I think out of the two of them though the first one is the one that I would give the the gold medal to just because it was so short but it was so effective like you just yeah, I think it was it was brilliant. It was really well done. What about you, JD? Um, I am uh, I'm trying to find a positive about the first one. I um I don't, I don't mean to be a curmudgeon, but um, <laughs> it's it's one of those it's one of those ideas that raises its head every five or ten years. And it seems fresh because we haven't seen it in five or ten years. But it um, they weren't the guys from the like they weren't the guys from the broadcast, no matter where you were watching it, they weren't the guys from the broadcast. And if I think if an ad really frustrates someone, it doesn't make me feel good about the brand. Yeah. The second one, the absolute second one, I think is a um, could be could go down as a real as one of the great ads if they take the rabbit and turn it into something of a mascot for people who like to prevaricate and waste time. I like the idea that it's a little bit sinister because it, like, well, I'm wasting time. Like it seems like a bad thing to do. But the fact you've got this evil, it's like, oh no, the bunny made me do it. You know, I think there's something really sort of it's cute, but it's but it's not. Mm -hmm. So I really I really liked it. I mean I love rabbit eyes, so you know, the video walk ups out for me. But I I thought the like from a Super Bowl perspective, it's I've, I've never seen anything like it. I um, it entertained me. It was like, what? Where's this going? Like, is this a movie? Is this like, like all of a sudden it was like I knew it was an ad, but I was prepared to suspend my disbelief long enough to go. I see what you've done. I see what you've done. I think they spent all their budget on the rabbit, not on the rabbit hole. But um, that's a different question altogether. But I really, I really liked the, the second one. The first one, as I said, I, I just sort of I feel like that's. You can't frustrate me into liking you. Do you know what I mean? Like I just, I just thought it was it just Mr. 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 Trick there. That was all. But the second one, Rabbit, just give me more of that. I reckon I could turn that rabbit into something really quite special. Mm. Okay. Okay. Right, you got hung jury. Hung jury, because I um, prefer at number one. <laughs> 
the girl versus guy thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost um, like, yeah, as a girl, I'd be like, I'd want to turn the Super Bowl off as well. So oh. maybe that's why it kind of like spoke to me. Anyway, sorry. Absolutely. No, no, I agree with you on that. And also um, I think the rabbit one, as much as I love it and it's great storytelling, um, I think the best way during programming of that type is short, sharp and effective. Like I don't know, I'm not an avid you know, Super Bowl fan, but I don't know that they would be, you know, heavily invested in watching the ads or feeling like that long drawn out storytelling in that point in time. Um, so I felt like ad number one was stronger in terms of a quick, sharp, um, effective way to actually grab your attention and show the brand and then move forward so that they can get back in. And it did, um, caused quite an uproar on social media as well. So it actually did have some afterlife. But I hear what you're saying about the rabbit and they are doing that. If you go onto their um, website and their YouTube channel, the rabbit's sort of everywhere and they're running with that tagline of um, find rabbit holes you didn't know you were looking for. So I think that is that is the extension of that campaign for sure. Yeah, I think yeah. I think the Super Bowl is different. I think people look for, look for great ads. Like because it's become, this, right. it's become this thing where people are like are actually watching for the ads. Yeah. Um, I don't know, at the at that um at the tide that tide ad, remember the tide ad from about yeah. five years ago? It's a tide ad. The the first one they did, like the very first time they showed it was a minute, I think, 45 seconds or a minute. Like it was a long ad. Um, I think a lot of Super Bowl ads are long. They definitely run. Bit over the the standard yeah. format. Yeah, oh, so much money to, to run them yeah. as well, which is probably an interesting angle too. Like, which one gave more bang for their buck? The first one would have cost all of four dollars, not a lot, yeah. perhaps. Whereas the Shut second one, they would have invested. They would have invested <laughs> a lot more in bunny suits and and all of this, <laughs> you know, the the visual effects and even buying the ad time of a minute versus fifteen seconds. It's mm. yeah. An interesting yeah. play. They've kind of gone both ends of the spectrum there. Yeah, I love it if they if they if they're extending the rabbit. I think that's a I think there's something really quite this, just because it's like it's cute, but it's maybe it's not a, cute at all, you know, JD. That thing was so scary. <laughs> so yeah, scary. But you can imagine little you can imagine little fluffy giveaway toys for the kiddies. I really feel it's it, it's it's added that component that just gives the extendability of it. You know, if they can really run with that rabbit, as Gabs is saying, they are. You know, it really does tick that box of the memorability. You know, something to remember. He does look yes. a lot cuter in static format. I will give you that. He looks a little bit cuter in static. So, hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, I do believe. I do believe we have a question to ponder. Mm. Ooh, we yeah, do. We have a would you rather. Would you rather <laughs> eat potato chips? So or my do... would you rather, or the hardest yeah. question advertising for this mm. week is, would you rather work exclusively on brand campaigns, being brand building, brand awareness, or um, product sales focused campaigns that are much more about driving sales? For the rest of your career, you can never, you can't jump, jump ship. 
Can I go first? Yeah, sure. of course you can. I think there are, I think this is, um, I'm going to try and be black and white here. Okay. Go Pies. I reckon the hard bit, they're both, got, they're both really hard. Like I reckon the hard bit about doing working with brand advertising, only working on brand advertising, is dealing with these 17,000 layers of shit at the client end that you've got to go through to get them to do a single-minded brand-building campaign. Like, it's frustrating. It's like, it, look, I'm only 23, but look at this hair. Like, it's just, <laughs> like, it just can't. Like, it's just so frustrating. Whereas an ad that is supposed to sell stuff, like, you get, it's a lot more, see this? This is going to sell that. Like, yeah. So from a, from a, from a, a day-to-day mental health perspective, I'd go with the um, uh, the retail thing, and I quite like retail. I like the um, one of my favourite ads ever was this picture of a snowscape with with one ski mark and a boot next to it. So someone's obviously skied along with a boot, and it just had fifty percent off skis, and then it's been, right. so. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, that's hilarious. Like, let's yep. do more of that. So yep. I love that. Yeah, I'm going to go retail. Retail, okay. retail. Smash nice. it out. And a new bit of fun every week. Carol, what, what about, about you? For me, I'm the same as JD. I would go the product sell. Um, I think it gives you more opportunity to test the limits and have more fun. You've got a shorter runtime for the creative or the campaign that you're doing um i think as well it's easier well to stretch the boundaries but also get perhaps funner or or more exciting ideas over the line i think that you can also chop and change much more whereas i think when you're thinking about holistic brand it's it's probably more kind of contained and much more considered and it has a longer kind of runtime and I don't know, I think you just get more bang for your buck and you, yeah, you can have more fun with it and you can see perhaps more numeric results on like how how the campaign's gone, how many units have been sold or what the <clears throat> uptake's been. I think it, yeah, I think it would give you more kind of excitement. You get to <clears throat> chop and change between. So it would be, yeah, product sell for me. How about you, Pot? Look, I think it's the bravery of brand campaigning that really appeals to me. I think, you know, that there's not a whole bunch of organisations brave enough to do brand campaigns. They they really might start as brand campaigns and then end up being tactical because the client, you know, wants to sell 650 air conditioners, you know, off the back of the brand campaign. So for me, it's definitely the brand campaign because of the strategic aspect of brand as well. And I'm, um, you know, looking down at Johnny and I guess you two as well here on the aspect of what makes brand campaigning so exciting is you really have to understand the brand to be able to campaign campaign it. Yep. You know, you really have to have a solid foundation to be able to take it to market. You really need to know your brand story. And if you get all of that right, then the art of building this brand story into however we manifest it, whether it's a still or a visual or a movie or whatever we decide it's going to be, I feel that would just keep me going. Although, as you all know, I am the salesperson. I love selling. Like, that is my thing. But, yeah, contrary to that, 
I love the brand side of it. Like I just, you know, and the more I talk to people smarter than me about brand, I I just love it more and more and more and more and more. Yeah. Right, you guys. That's another hung jury. I'm with Craig on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I um I agree with all of your comments on product sell, but I would selfishly go for brand advertising because I feel like there would be an opportunity to make something that would be iconic and memorable. Um, as you rightly said, Caro product campaigns, although there still are some very, very memorable ones, you know, knowing that you could come up with Just Do It and that could be around for, you know, however many years would be years. thrilling and exciting to me. Um, or good, so different, was- like one of our favourites. <laughs> you know, different. That's hilarious. Tweak on the old Apple one for Aldi, but I do love like that. You're right, those little aspects, you know, the burgers are better or mm, I'm loving it or whatever those aspects of that are. But I think the customer aspect is one thing we kind of haven't touched on and I feel there's like there's different levels of customer in, customer involvement in in the brand side versus um, you know the tactical activation of a campaign as well. Like you know really getting quite granular in trying to understand who the market is. You know ensuring you're building the brand. You know that that's going to work and going to connect with that market as well. You know and then the other side is what component of the market from a segment point of view we're trying to target with this particular product at this particular time. Like both exciting, but yeah, really good question. I really yeah. enjoyed that. When I saw it came through, I'm like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. It's harder to sell if you don't have a brand. Yes, yeah. they kind of you kind of need to have the brand, whether you can afford a brand campaign or whether you do a brand campaign. You really do need to have the foundations of the brand, don't you, to do the tactical. You know, I the think, tactical. I just think it makes it easier because it, the brief becomes tighter. It's yeah. like yeah. clearer. We're, we're selling. We're selling. You know, Nike runners. And you've got to like it's got to fit in with just do it. Like you can't just mm. tag or tag a brand line on the end. So yes. that's what I yes, kind of yes. like about the product seller aspect though, as well. Mm. Like you have to understand the brand yes. and it's almost like mm-hmm. the the troubleshooting and putting the pieces of the puzzle together of like this is the brand, but how do we extend that or how do we talk to a mm. particular person taking this and kind of meshing it into something? So I think that's probably a key part of it as well for me for the product sell is how can we take this amazingness or this idea or this overarching kind of brand Mm. feel and how can we bring it down and talk to specific people so yeah yeah okay looks like some working on brand some work which is good isn't it perfect balance It'd give us something to do in Antarctica, Craig, when we're around. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you and I have got plenty to do with the polar bears and the things <laughs> down here. <laughs> but, um, that, my friends, is another edition of the Bones of Advertising with lots of glitter on it. Don't think of, that I'm not remembering that there's like the glitter sprinkled sprinkle, all over sprinkle. a little bit of magic dust. Um, don't go changing. We'll see you next week for another episode. Lovely to see you all. Bye.